Hello, Namaste. Welcome to Board Legalist Presents for Clean Talks. Here we get into conversation with practicing advocates and try to present their point of view on various social, legal, and political affairs. Today we have advocate Sophia Bhamri with us. She's a managing partner at S Bhamri and Associates Delhi. She has an experience of seven years in litigation, uh, including various courts of our country, such as uh, different high courts, district courts, tribunals, and forums. She is empanelled as Amicus Curie with National Consumer Dispute Redressal Commission, New Delhi. She is also empanelled as Legal Aid Counsel with Delhi Legal Service Authority, West New Delhi. She is the honorary member of Advisory Board of Blessed Elite, a legal startup aimed at spreading awareness and aiding new law students since the year 2020. She is the founder of Initiative Rahat, aimed at providing legal guidance to women in distress in particular. So. Uh, Today, thank you so much, ma'am, for joining us. And today we'll be discussing over a very controversial and untalked topic. Before starting, I would like to um, state certain lines that I tried to incorporate in my research paper. However, the, it could not be incorporated at the point of time. Shunning her opinion, he leaped on her like a beast and pounced on her tired body, caring the least. She now hated her existence and cursed her life brutal but the true reality of the Indian woman is that they cannot refuse to have sexual intercourse with their husbands only on the pretext of marriage. When someone mentions the word rape, uh, we have a tendency as a society to associate it to uh, with a stranger or particularly a malicious person but we do not think of rape in the context of marriage. So there is also an exception in the rape provision under IPC which provides that Post-sexual intercourse between husband and wife does not amount to rape unless the girl is less than 15 years of age. So what is the rationale behind such primitive law? See, what uh, we see is that prior to this uh, particular proviso, where the age currently is, if a person, if a girl or a woman is under 15 years of age, she's known as underage and then if sexual intercourse happens with her consent or without her consent uh, the consent is not that material then it is legally rape right now prior to this the age was uh, even lower it was 12 years if so if a young woman or a girl is 12 years old then uh, if any sexual intercourse happening with her after her marriage, if she is beyond that, so it's not that rape. Uh, so see, uh, when we go into the rational, the rational behind this, that why uh, the legislators have only stated that only a person, woman under 15 years of age, if any sexual intercourse is happening with her, with her consent, so it will be raped. Why is that? the logic behind when we go into the mind of a legislator? The only logic behind which we can see, observe, uh, is that they wanted to preserve the institution of marriage in its entirety. By doing that, uh, it is still causing harm, right? What is a marriage where? Uh, everything is done without your consent or everything is forced upon you. However, 
the overview if we see the bird's eye view if we see that uh, what was the logic or what was the purpose behind this they just wanted to save the institution of marriage um, they wanted to give it a certain sanctity and that is why till now we see that there is no particular or a special provision for marital rape in indian law anywhere the legislatures are not yes yes so uh, since the institution of marriage uh, historically speaking is also based on um, there are concept of stridhan uh, then there is concept of uh, um you know a husband could perform certain rites uh, yagyas only in the presence of his wife so when uh, even the history and the vedas have recognized the dignity of women why is it that uh, indian law is still so primitive and we have not recognized the dignity of women yes dear you can say so in a way because if the legislators are not taking any proactive action there have been complaints from lot of people there have been complaints from lot of sections where pro women groups pro women right groups have time and again voiced their opinion they have been you know uh, being pioneer in this field that at least this sort of sexual violence if it is being uh, if a certain woman is being subjected to it so why this age thing is coming into picture why this age bracket why not any woman she may be 30 years old she may be 40 years old and why is no legal remedy for me no legal recourse available to her why not yes uh, and it's a, it is a misfortune it is sadly it's a misfortune that the legislators of our country are not taking this point into issue and just to save an institution of marriage from breaking down see uh, that is why we see when we compare our laws to the laws uh, which are abroad or which are followed in USA or Canada or other european countries there is one more thing we see that taking a divorce is very easy over there right going for a mutual consent divorce is very easy within one day you can get a divorce there they have prenups also here it is still not easy even though the honorable supreme court has uh, very categorically stated it, it in its one of its judgment that uh, the 6 month period would be waived off between the second motion and the first motion still there are courts in uttar pradesh they don't adhere to it because the term discretion has been used in that judgment it is upon the discretion of the judicial officer who is sitting over there so it's upon him and they have a patriarchal mindset altogether they still want to save a marriage even though people don't want to be in it still they want to stretch it so yes in action um i'll say uh, non deliberation they are not deliberating upon it they are not deliberating upon women rights with that much force which they should have with that that much ferocity fierceness they are not coming forward there are many of our women groups in india non profit organizations ngos um, people like you at x like you 
you are also being you know harbingers of change however things are slow things are gradual it's not reaching the person it's not going through the correct channel that's what we are lacking time and again and i think it will um, if something very wrong happens like uh, in nirbhaya gang rape case right if something big happens then only it will shake the national consciousness so it is quite sad and it is our misfortune that something big or sensational needs to happen sensational crime needs to happen to jolt the people out of their sleep so yes in action say it casualness say it callousness say it non deliberation say it uh, delay because if there is delay then that means that obviously no action is being taken and women girls of any age young women women of any age are suffering continuously there is no respite from that suffering there is no um, stringent action which can be taken against your husband then as simple as that yes and since you mentioned patriarchal mindset and nirbhaya case my next question is justice verma committee constituted after nirbhaya case also recommended decriminalization of marital rape however this recommendation was not included in any of the amendments in the criminal laws after that especially the cosmopolitan amendment can this be attributed to the patriarchal mindset alone uh see dear when first of all i would like to clarify when you use this word decriminalization okay try to understand something which was never criminal in its entirety how can that thing or that idea or that provision be completely decriminalized okay so how will it be possible decriminalizing would even mean that if a person is you know under 15 years of age and if she is married to a man of any age and if any sexual intercourse is happening with her then also she can't go to any judicial system she has no judicial respite or relief and as far as the question that uh, suggestions positive suggestions which were laid in justice verma committee they were not being followed up uh, then once again all uh, these things come into picture they wanted a stronger institution of marriage they feared uh, they had this apprehension then every second woman okay every second woman on in india is going to approach court then yes it is a outcome of a very strong deep rooted patriarchal mindset because uh, i would like to say a person can become a judicial officer a person can become a high ranking ias officer however the mindset remains the education system is not that much open uh, so much so that that it could have you know broadened a person's perspective yes and we can see that the ratio uh, of women in parliament or uh, in high risk taking positions high decision taking decision uh, positions the number of women are so less so yes once again and the women who are already there yes they are also being plagued by that patriarchal mindset so yes and it's upon the young generation people like you 
if you people go uh, and become members of parliament at a later stage then it is upon you to change this uh, mindset and to change the whole structure yes it's going to be gradual obviously uh, but yes that is why the patriarchal mindset is deep rooted and we can't do much about it we can just raise our voice continuously move against it protest against it and that is what we can do and i think patriarchal mindset is also uh, within women as well because a uh, few days ago uh, cgi uh, mentioned that uh, good women jurists and lawyers are not willing to uh, come up to the judiciary because they uh, claim it to be uh, they ha- they have a household responsibilities or uh, upbringing of children or whatever so i guess the patriarchy is not just inside male mindset but also attrib- can be attributed to female mindset yeah uh, it's a very uh, correct observation on your part however try to understand a person a woman lawyer who's already practicing for 10 to 20 years and even if she states this that no i can't step forward for my career because i have a family to look after so just look at the amount of pressure which is her try to understand this also and yes so they will also become products of a patriarchal mindset they are products as well as victim let's not say they are just products but right. victims as well because they can't do much about it and it's it's very sad and it's very sad but the reality is this only because a man is not supposed to look off, look after the house a man is supposed to be highly educated he can hold high ranking positions but his woman can't his woman just can't because she needs to look after his children there is no division of workload there is no division of tasks um indian couples they don't sit together to demarcate their work they just don't do it yes even a woman can take this step even she can say that this is the work which i'll do this is the work which you'll do but yes she also refrains that chalta hai attitude right comes into picture chalta hai let it be now i have kids what will i do so yes so this feed this feeble female mentality needs to change also and dear one more thing i would like to say i'm just deviating from the topic however we see the male female ratio in indian courts just look at the ratio 80 20 80 and in small cities small regions it's even less less nil it becomes nil after a while because even you know what happen is i see that so many young women have enrolled themselves in law courses okay they have enrolled themselves as lawyers also they are able to successfully complete their degrees however after 2 3 years they just do juniorship or some other job and they leave they just stop growing in their career because we want to get married so this now see this strong attitude needs to come from you people also and this is some section uh, this is my section right these are people from my professional area and field and if even 
women lawyers are not stepping up this is getting married and they just dropping out of their career it does happen they do that even after being educated even after we are doing this session okay on marital rape on patriarchal mindset still majority of the young women will go and get married they will not take the pressure of the profession this profession has lot of pressure they don't take that pressure they just avoid it and yes they are also a product then they are not victims then that should be the also family pressure when it comes to marriage and yes dear i do understand uh, i'll take my example i am 31 years old still unmarried but it depends upon a person to person if you become strong and strong you'll start resisting and after a while parents also don't say anything to you however uh, it's not easy for everyone families are big in some contexts families are very traditional traditional families do put pressure that after you turn 26 will get you married i so also I, believe that it is possible to be married and to be a working woman yes it is possible but you know what dear what happens right now we are sitting at the other end we are not into that sort of a relationship or that sort of a matrix six we understand there are a lot of factors which are influencing our career decision choice and to whom should we give our time to then your mother in law is there then your father in law is there then your husband is also there then it's you versus them it it becomes quite difficult and that's why all these cases in our country are you know being filed cases under domestic violence act fir's under 498 cruelty against husband and his relatives why this search why this search this is why because women have grown but the other section the other part is not growing with them so my my next question is a woman might be willing to have sexual intercourse but just doesn't mean she is she has consented to that act is marrying a man equivalent to giving consent for sexual intercourse in the eye of law sadly dear if uh, a young woman is above 15 years of age she is not under age as per the provisions of indian penal code then yes marriage uh, is sort of a license to rape women to act against their will wish or to subject them uh, to any sort of a violent sexual intercourse or sexual fantasy to which they are not comfortable or compliant so yes so the even when we speak about law right so the line gets blurred because the only thing which we can read as of now is that provision in IPC and apart from that if someone is subjecting a woman to cruelty then it comes under section 498a but then section 498a of indian penal code is quite wide it does not cover specifically marital rape sexual violence in marriage right it covers lot more many things lot more many acts or incidents which can take place with you so once again there is no those no specific relief which has been provided to women nothing specific nothing stringent 
so yes so uh, because you mentioned 498 days so we also have domestic violence act and i haven't heard of a case where a uh, physical cruelty and emotional cruelty uh, has been attributed or made equivalent to uh, marital rape under domestic violence act as well uh, yes dear you are absolutely uh, to some extent you are correct the level of seriousness given to marital rape or to emotional violence being inflicted upon you or economic violence being inflicted upon you in a case where the husband is not providing maintenance to a wife or not giving money for her you know daily needs so yes no more seriousness is given to marital rape or sexual violence which is taking place here also uh, the legislation which is already in force that is domestic violence act 2005 it has also not done anything uh, more or serious for women it has just as you are very rightly said it has just categorized these types of violences or incidents at par with each other so that means the degree of economic violence is similar to the degree of marital rape which is not so right which is not so which is not correct even a person with a with a bit of common sense can come up with this idea and can understand this much that no that is something which uh, affects you a lot psychologically as well as physically and psychological scarring is more as compared to physical scarring yes and uh, nothing is being done even the decisions which are coming the judgments which are honorable courts are giving they are not that much progressive sadly they are not that much progressive they should be but they are not because they are just adhering to the laws laws which have become redundant laws under which the cases are being filed and cases are just going at a snail like pace the pace has also become like that so after if a case is decided after 10 years till then it becomes very late right till then justice delayed is justice denied as simple as that I actually read an incident where rape victim she was a victim and somehow she became an accused and she was jailed and that to 240 kilometers away from her location during the lockdown so it's i believe that indeed our justice system is very delaying however you mentioned about um, rape kills her soul uh, even our jurnian judiciary has accepted this in the case of rafiq versus state of uttar pradesh honorable justice krishnan ayer made a remark that a murderer kills the body but a rapist kills the soul thus in my opinion a married woman dies every time she is forced to have sexual intercourse whether reluctance to criminalize marital rape is harming the inherent principle of justice enshrined in the very preamble of our indian constitution ostedia uh, now i will just tell you something the law making part is given to the legislators right but the guidelines the directions that judicial system can give right that courts can give and yes sadly the courts are not doing enough the way they should have i don't know why i think because their hands are full there is lot of pendency uh, 
they are just shifting this very serious issue under the carpet again and again so the directory power the courts can issue directions court can issue guidelines to the center so that they can come up with a particular law with a correct law to deal with this menace to deal with these sort of violent incidents but they are not coming up and even till now honorable apex court has not done much uh, they have not they have not come up with the guidelines because see the role of judiciary is different from that of legislators but then both of them are not doing their role up to the mark and reasons are best known to them why why they are not doing it uh, why this laxity why this delay what is so wrong i mean if they can just issue some guidelines they can set up a committee right like justice verma committee came up after this nirbhaya gang rape so why can some other committee be formed to deliberate upon the issue of marital rape why is there a casualness attributed to this why i not saying just outrightly criminalize everything outrightly without thinking or deliberating without you know having meaningful discussions with people from each and every section of our society and then you criminalize marital rape no i'm not even suggesting that but what i'm suggesting is at least start deliberating right just form a committee form something form a body which can come up with statistics right come up with figures to how many women did many women will not come forward right it's a very hush hush matter not everyone in my bedroom because we are not taught we are not taught to be aware we are taught to just keep mum we are not taught to raise our voice but even this deliberation is not taking place and nothing is taking place form a body like this so that is sad this unfortunate we are right yes we will be coming up with a will be coming up with a body that particular body have certain members certain sections of society people uh, who are have certain professional qualifications people who are uh, members of certain uh, organizations but even that is the bad part please uh, making marital re- just i think as of now perfect idea but even a conception is yes am i
ma'am my next question is do you think this marital rape uh, related exception under indian penal code is in violation of constitutional principles of morality dignity personal liberty and equality yes in current time i do it is if someone would have the court 50 then answer to it would have been very different because at that point of there was no awareness there was no sensitization there was no empathy but right now uh, we are at such a are at such a stage we are in such a time that the ties were able to feel right so even if at then in the year 2021 if we see that nothing is taking place still uh, uh, in name of morality or in name of preserving a marriage institution in name of preserving uh, sanctity of a couple even though you even though she does not like you see it's all so much deep rooted it's so even just marriages are given preference in southern asian countries particularly in india this is one then your marriage is one part whereby a husband has a life he wants to do with your body he can have a lot of sex with you even if you don't want to he can force you to have a certain kind of different sex he can force upon you his fantasies he may force you to watch porn he may force you uh, to enact those particular acts right so what is this even if a law is coming even if a law that needs to be that needs to be husband is forcing you in act some which he has seen is in porn right so if that should be criminalized even that but then law need to deliberate right non profit organization members and organizations like you just um can we do this again i had network issues so maybe your voice was not recorded correctly okay okay no worries just just uh, repeat the So, ma'am, do you think this marital rape exception uh, is in violation of constitutional principles of morality, dignity, personal liberty, and equality? Yeah, uh, when we see in today's, uh, it's a violation of a person's directly provisions which are already given. 
constitution and which are upholding which are upholding our right this quite on part legislators no stringent directions or guidelines are coming from the current judicial system uh, they are many of them are suffering in silence because yet again there is no mechanism there is no redressal there is no penal provision to penalize marital rape there is no penal provision to criminalize a husband if he is forcing his wife to watch porn or simply and he forces her to enact those scenes those acts on him or with anyone else recently we i have come across many cases whereby women are complaining that our husbands are into porn watching habits they also make us watch porn forcibly and then they try to enact those particular scenes with us they force us to do that and our life has become hell and so on so even though when we come up with the law needs to be very uh, exhaustive it should not be limited to certain certain acts no it should even include these instances also whereby a wife is being forced to watch porn against her will because see this this is something which has yet again cropped up over a period of time right in just a decade a decade ago only this thing has emerged and due to the advent of technology smartphones people are having data packs in their phones so the access to information and obviously the access to porn sites has become quite wide and in one of the statistics we could have seen that india i think is in it's third in place third porn watching country so so many people are having access to that content on internet and it backfires while a person is being married to such a person and that husband is posting all these fantasies all these upon the woman so yes there needs to be a serious deliberation there needs to be a very in depth discussion about it not only one act will constitute as marital rape uh, sexual intercourse force against the consent of a wife no not only that there would be many things surrounding that that they must also come into the ambit of marital rape then yes dear i'm correct ma'am so ma'am my next question is judicial activism is to fight the odds and to give social justice so uh, we have already discussed this however i want a clear answer do you think indian judiciary has failed to look up for the social justice see 
seat in law honorable apex court honorable high courts of different states should have come up with the mechanism even though they were not getting any matters or cases with severe facts right severe facts having severe cases of violence instances of violence which have been perpetrated on a woman on a wife but then they must have taken a sum amount of cognizance and yes in a way the indian judicial system has failed the 50% of its population it has failed because they could have also taken a sum amount of cognizance they could have come up with sum amount of directions also if this is wanted but there is total lack of inaction on their part time and again non profit organizations uh, pro women organizations groups have written to several authorities to honorable apex court to several high courts to issue at least issue directions at least issue guidelines but no such thing has been done as of now ma'am the last yeah. yes yes dear So, ma'am, we usually ask our speakers to uh, give suggestions to law students. But today, I request you to give your suggestions for those women who are suffering and cannot just uh, get justice or have access to justice because our legal system does not recognize the right to it. Uh, see, what I suggest is, if a woman or a young woman or a woman of any age is suffering from sexual violence in her marriage. then she must at least lodge an fir i mean she can at least lodge an fir under section 377 and 498a also so the recourse is given to her under those provisions so please lodge a criminal complaint if an fir is not being registered by the concerned police station then please uh, remedy is given under uh, section 12 of domestic violence act one can very well move a criminal application under dv act for domestic violence so sexual violence rape comes under domestic violence also so these two cases can be lodged so yes don't lose hope and please don't lose hope uh, people are doing pro women groups are doing whatever they can organizations such as yours uh, quad legalis is also doing a wonderful job right because you took this topic today so as to shed some light so that your voice can reach millions of people in india so there would be many young women hearing this out people will be hearing it out even men will be hearing it out so for and don't lose hope there are certain provisions there are certain remedies given however uh, until unless a full proof remedy or mechanism does not come into place then these remedies or redressal mechanisms should be availed and should be taken benefit of yes thank you so much ma'am it was lovely conversation thank you for enlightening us and giving us the resources and for our listeners this was our last episode of season 2 stay tuned for our upcoming season till then stay safe keep sanitizing study well thank you so much thank you so much